firstly, let's take a look at that story that uh, we uh, spoke about briefly yesterday, the U.S. Federal Reserve, and um, they've decided to keep those rates on hold for now. No surprises there. No surprises. I mean, the market really, uh, I would say, had discounted no move at this particular Fed meeting. In fact, I was rather surprised. I was looking at the numbers yesterday, and someone indicated to me that there were some people that were still pricing in a very small move or chance of a move at the July meeting. Not a lot of people know that there is a July meeting by the Fed, but the fact of the matter is that that meeting doesn't come with a policy conference. So the expectation is that they won't make any material changes to policy at that kind of a meeting, and that is why expectations have shifted out to the September meeting. Uh, in terms of what Janet Yellen did actually tell us, again, no real surprises there. She, they are seeing still fairly modest growth come through in terms of the U.S. economy. Uh, if you have a look at what is being expected in terms of, of rates being increased, they still expect that rates will be increased in 2015. Some members expecting as many as two increases this year. But I suspect that those forecasts are going to have to be rationalized considerably lower. So while I've always believed that we're going to see a Fed hike this year, I do think that the profile of that hiking cycle is going to be a lot flatter than we previously expected. And that's very much what Janet Yellen was telegraphing in in her address uh, last night. Uh, It certainly caused a lot of a stir in the market. We saw some significant dollar weakness come through. And that certainly has helped with regards to commodity prices as well as some of the other emerging market currencies as well. And um, as you say, rightly, we are more concerned about how it affects us. And it has helped the rand somewhat, hasn't it, Mohammed? It has, and I, I must say, I mean, I, I'm not a permanent there. When we got to that, that 12.75 mark not so long ago, I was quite concerned. Uh, and, and we seem to have stabilized above the, uh, the 12.40 level for quite some time, and that was getting me concerned. Thankfully, on this uh, announcement last night, we've broken back below that level. We've retraced down to around the 12 rand. We're just below 12 rand 30 as we're speaking right now. And I'm still pretty hopeful that with regards to some of the momentum on the rand, that we could possibly see a little bit more of a consolidation come through. I mean, we posted an overnight low last night in the U.S. session of around the 12 rand 24-odd mark. But I'd be hopeful that we can maybe try and head a little bit lower around 12 and 05, uh, there is a resistance level that comes through there. But I certainly believe that as we get closer to that 12 rand mark, you'll probably find some significant dollar buying interest come through uh, from, from South African players. Uh, and so on that basis, whilst I am optimistic that we can possibly pull a little bit lower, it's not going to be a substantive amount of rand strength, unfortunately. Mohamed, the other thing you were going to keep an eye for us on yesterday was, of course, uh, resa- retail sales data and other data that came out yesterday. So uh, what came out of that? Yeah, so in fact, it was CPI. That was uh, the, the main one that came out yesterday, surprising a little bit to the upside. So this is CPI for May, uh, the local inflation number coming out at 4.6%. Now, the consensus was for 4.5%, so marginally ahead of the consensus. And if we have a look at what actually driven that, I mean, first of all, we've had this the deflation come through in terms of transport prices, and that's starting to ease off a little bit. We know that our petrol price declined and then subsequently rebounded. So some of the benefit of that is starting to be eroded. But then we also saw notable increases in terms of food price inflation coming through. So that's certainly, again, talking to the point that we believe that the upside risks to inflation remain well entrenched. That's something that we need to be concerned about, obviously, as our Reserve Bank have indicated that we are in a rising interest rate cycle, and we've just had a bit of a pause. Uh, if you have a look at what's, be, uh, what's called core inflation, and that strips out your non-discretionary items like food and fuel, that also surprising marginally to the upside 
coming in at 5.7%. So still showing us that unfortunately inflation does remain closer to the upper end of that 3 to 6% band and is not likely to go uh, substantively lower in the shorter term. On the good news side, we had retail sales. That's surprising to the upside. So we, we had retail sales on a year-on-year basis coming out at 3.4%, uh, and this significantly better than what the market had expected. Now, two things that kind of play into that. Obviously, we're on a year-on-year basis, you've had some benefit of the petrol price. We've discussed how some of that is already being given back. But then also we've had real wage growth in this economy, and that is a contributor. But unfortunately, I've got to pepper this with some bad news, I guess, for the listeners and for the consumers out there. A lot of those uh, real wage gains will probably be eroded as we get these NERSA or ESCOM electricity price increases coming through, as well as other administered prices. So Keep an eye out, not out the woods just yet, but certainly we'll take any good news as we can get it. And that retail sales number certainly was viewed in quite a positive light yesterday.